Kids Beach Club Training Portal podcast. Kids Beach Club is an after-school program in public schools based around character growth through the lens of Scripture. Yes, Scripture can be taught in public schools. We do it around the country nearly every week. And these podcasts feature different tips to make your beach club the most exciting hour of a child's week. So stick around to learn more. Hi, my name is Jen Wilson. I'm an instructional coach in the DFW area. Uh, my district has come across an awesome behavior management tool that I would like to share with you guys today. My goal today is to bring you a tool that you guys can use in your beach clubs. It's real simple, it's real quick, it's found to be very effective. Um, this is what we use in my district. It's not necessarily the exact thing you have to use. I encourage you to reach out to your principals, to the teachers on your campus, to see if there's a behavior management strategy they use. But beginning there, you can start with the tools I'm going to show you today and adapt it for your needs for your club. Let's start with talking about CHAMPS. The goal of CHAMPS is to create a learning environment where students are responsible, motivated, and focused on a task. CHAMPS is an acronym that stands for each, that we're gonna go through each level, that each one is an expectation for the students. And by setting these expectations, there's no confusion amongst the students and the kids. They know what is required of them and what you expect from them. So you've got the C, which stands for conversation, the H, which stands for help, a for activity, M for movement, P for participation, and if you can complete all those things, you've reached the S with success. So we're gonna go in to talk a little bit about what each of those letters involves. Starting with C is conversation. Can students talk to each other during this activity or transition? So let's say you're leading, you know, song of praise and worship. Do you want your kids having side conversations or would you rather their voice levels and activity strictly be singing? That's when that comes in, you'd bring in your voice levels. You'd have zero for silent, one for whisper, two for quiet conversation voices, just if I'm talking to a small group right next to me, three for presentational voice, and four for your outside voice, where you're on the playground, playing with your friends, playing basketball. Most of the time, this isn't going to be a level you use inside of a building. I don't recommend it. So you set that, you set their voice levels, you know, if you're in the cafeteria, maybe you could do it like a two or a three, depending on what time of the school day you guys do it. Maybe there's tutoring down the hall. You don't want the kids screaming. Um, if you're in the gym, kids can be extra loud. Maybe you're outside in your beach club and you can do the four and you just want them praising and worshiping God at the loudest they possibly can. That's great. Set those expectations with those voice levels for your kiddos first. Because if you don't want them talking, but they're in the gym, I guarantee you they're not used to being on a level zero in the gym. H, how can they get help? How do students get their questions answered or how do they get attention? You're in the middle of a Bible study. You're in the middle of the lesson. Someone's presenting. The kid has to go to the bathroom. What are they supposed to do? Can they just run off and go to the bathroom? That's your rule? That's great. Do they need to raise their hand and ask a club leader who's over to the side, not someone leading the presentation? That's great. Whatever it is, it's different wherever that child has been during the school day. Let them know because sometimes you've got teachers who will let their kids stand up and go. You've got other teachers who like that control a little bit more, which I understand. Raise the hand. Okay, that's how you get it. Let them know how they can get help if they need it. Activity. What is the task or the objective? What is the expected end product? What are you guys doing? What do you want these kids to be able to do by the end of your lesson, by the end of your song, by the end of your small group discussion? Do you want them to be able to tell you the Bible verse? Do you want them to... Uh, give you a summary of the lesson. Do you want them to take the theme or the moral of the lesson? Whatever you want from them, tell them. 
It's like going to a soccer game. My goal, my objective is to win the game. If I was going to play something or play some game that I didn't know and I don't know how to win it, I, I'm not going to be very successful because I don't know what to do or what I'm aiming for. I always tell my students and my teachers, play with the end in mind. Tell them what they're doing. Most of the time they're going to do it. The M is for movement. Can students move about? Song and praise and worship. Can they just be dancing, having their own little dance party in their own personal space? Absolutely, if that's what you want from them. Praise and worship. Can they be running circles around the gym? If that's the way you guys want to run your club, that's your, your choice. That's how you want to do it. Let them, but tell them. If you don't want them getting up and sitting or getting over walking with their friends or moving in the middle of a lesson, tell them. Let them know you want them to remain seated during the whole thing. Beach clubs typically runs about an hour after school. My recommendation was set the expectation. Here's the move, no movement at this time. Have a seat, bathroom before, bathroom after. Most third graders and up can hold it for at least an hour unless it's an emergency. P, participation. What does the expected student behavior look and sound like? How do students show they are fully participating? So if I were to walk into your club completely, maybe I'm just a teacher walking by wanting to see what's going on, maybe I'm another parent, how are they looking and what behavior are they going to see to know that these kids are completing your activity? What are they doing? What does, what does praise and worship look like? You may have kiddos who've never been in a church setting. Just because you've been raised in this environment where you know exactly what it looks like, you know, you've got your hands up high, that's how you've always worshiped. Kids don't know what that looks like. Kids don't know they can do these things because that may not be their background. Give them something, what it looks like. How do you sit and listen to a, a lesson? How do you have a small group discussion about, can I talk at this time? Can I not talk at this time? Show them what it looks like. And most of the time, again, they're going to meet your expectations. Success. This is my favorite one. If you complete all CHAMP, you're going to be successful. You know how to talk. You know how to get help. You know what activity you're doing. You know how you can move. You know what you should look like, you, how you're participating. You are successful. You've completed a full hour of beach club. You didn't disrupt others from hearing, you know, hearing the message. And it's, you did it. Successful. Completed. Most of the time, your kids are going to meet your expectations. You're going to have a few kiddos who, you know, not necessarily, they don't always follow the rules. But I would, even, I would go as far as to say 97, 98% of the time, your kids will meet your expectations. My recommendation for starting your champs, you're not going to go through this every single club lesson. You guys have an hour. Champs is not the most important thing you're teaching them here. I would be upset if you spent the whole lesson talking to them about champs. However, pre-teach it. Teach it your very first few weeks in the club, your very first couple of weeks. Teach it, teach it, teach it. Set your expectations. Let the kids know. You could have it up on a poster. You could show the kids. That way it's just a quick, oh, you know, give me your best mom and dad glare, your point, your teacher point, whatever it is, your scowl face. You don't have to say anything. The kids know the expectations and they'll do it. Another recommendation I have is creating the champs posters with your kids. You can start out with a blank piece of paper. You can start out with a computer screen. You don't even have to make a poster, talk about it. I recommend the poster because the visual really helps reinforce it for the kids. But start with a poster. So I made one here. So this is an example of a small group lesson. A conversation, I would typically say level one to two, a whisper to just, you know, me and my neighbor were talking because I want my kids being able to talk. I would reinforce the fact we don't speak while others are speaking. 
And that's all you need to say for that. It doesn't need to be some long written out novel. You can even put in pictures. I like to use, you know, either a little whisper emoji. Kids love that stuff. Just even something quick. They can see that visual. Okay, I'm not supposed to be talking. For conversation, you can use your hands. Level one, level two. Something real simple. The kids know when I hold up two fingers, okay, you're yelling, bring it down a level. Not a big deal. The H, how am I going to get help when I'm sitting in my small group? Okay, my kids, I'm not just going to let them walk off and go to the bathroom. If it's an emergency, they can raise their hand, and as the small group leader, I would address that, see what their question is, take care of that, move on with the lesson. It should take no longer than a second or two. For the activity, a lot of times I've noticed with the younger kids, the adult does all the talking. Encourage your kids at this point. I would set up my A, active participation active talking, asking questions. Kids are encouraged to do feedback. That's how I would set up my group. I would want my kids responding back and forth. The movement, I'd say none. Your, your movement is you're sitting on your pockets, whether it's on the floor, it's on your cafeteria tables, it's in a chair. We're not getting up and going to the restroom right now unless you're about to have an accident. Most third, third grade and up can handle that. You can talk to them about going before. My personal opinion would be I'd set in, we're not moving. Participation. I should, I should see you actively listening. I should see you, maybe you don't have something to say. Maybe you're not comfortable with it. Not all kids are comfortable talking. You can't force them to talk, but you can encourage them to, to listen to, you can see what active listening looks like. Show them. So is my active listening, am I, you know, just lean back, not talking to my friends, or am I, I'm looking for it. I'm nodding in agreement. I'm, you can see when a kid is truly listening. You do all those things, you've been successful. You have an awesome small group. You know, the kids were able to hear the message you were bringing that day. So the champs, it's got a lot of steps to it. We've talked about Beach Club being short, not a lot of time. You don't have to do C-H-A-M-P-S. Shorten it up. I've done it with some of my pre-K teachers. We do C-A-M, we do conversation, activity, movement, done. You can set up those small things. The biggest thing, set clear expectations for your students, for those kids. Don't just assume they know. I have two kids of my own, the oldest kid. I probably wouldn't have to tell him. He could probably just do whatever I asked him. I don't understand it. I don't know who he got that from. My youngest, you'd think he was raised by a pack of wolves. You can't just assume these kids are going to know your expectation. As an educator, I want to say thank you guys so much for all that you do. In public schools, we can't directly teach the message of God like you guys can, and I can't say thank you enough. I hope you have a wonderful year in all of your beach clubs. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kids Beach Club Training Portal Podcast. We want to do all we can to help you reach those most impressionable in our public schools. To learn more about Kids Beach Club, our church partnerships, and the after-school program, please visit kidsbeachclub.com dot org.